But if your home is rising in value, who cares if other homes are rising in value as well? Better that you are getting part of the benefits. Enjoy this moment in time. Help is on the way. This is the Retirement Rescue Podcast with certified financial planner, Dan Capril. Well, welcome to another episode of the Retirement Rescue Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Capril. And today we're going to talk about home prices. Have you checked the value of your home lately, assuming you own a house or condo or any real estate, really, to see what it's worth? Uh, if you're not familiar, familiar with the website Zillow, you may want to check that one out. That's Z-I-L-L-O-W.com. And you can put your your address in there and it will give you a pretty fair estimate of what the market value is of your house based largely on sales that have occurred in your area and chances are over the last year year and a half certainly since COVID hit your home value has soared before I dive into this I want to talk about the disclaimer I am not your financial advisor or maybe I am But either way, what I'm about to share with you is information, education. It's not intended to be advice for you. Now, I'll be more than happy to talk to you about it, and at which point we can maybe get into some specific advice. But please, what I'm about to share with you should be taken as information only. If you do want everyone to reach out to me, it's very simple. Just go to bookachatwithdan.com. And you can schedule a 15-minute call with me, and we can discuss how we may be of service to you if you're not already a client of ours. Now, recently, I was talking to somebody who was bemoaning this fact. She was quite unhappy. Now, keep in mind, she owned a house. And by her own admission, the value of that house had grown quite a bit. But she still wasn't happy about it. And the reason was because she wanted to go into a different home where it would be a little bit better suited for her floor plan wise, given the fact that she and her husband are getting a little bit older. So she wanted to have two bedrooms on the main floor, not one as most of the homes in her area have. Totally understandable. But she was upset over the fact that even though she could sell her house at a considerable profit, that she would have to pay a lot of money for the one that she wanted. And her fear, of course, is that there was going to be this housing bubble. So she would overpay for something and it would crash. Or even worse, she said she would have to get into some type of bidding war in order to buy her house. Now, I tried my best to assure her that this was all a good thing, but she wasn't buying it. So I can't convince her because between you and me, I think she's a little emotional about it, but I'm gonna try my darndest to convince you. So if you've seen the value of your home rise, That is a good thing. I mean, what would the opposite be? That it crashes in value? If you owned a house in 2008, I imagine you knew what that was like. I was significantly underwater. I'd bought a house in 2007. And it really wasn't until maybe three, four years ago that I started noticing sizable growth. And that actually allowed me to sell the house and move to Nashville. But the concern that most people have is that their home prices is gonna get so high and it's eventually going to crash this idea of a bubble so let's talk about that first a bubble is a myth when it comes to matters of economics 
It's something that the media likes to talk about, but I'm here to tell you that just because something rises in value does not mean it has to come down in value. I talk about this a lot on this program that the year I was born, the Dow Jones was trading around 600 and now it's around 33,000. Now, there have been a lot of ups and downs, but the truth of the matter is that there's been more good years than bad years. And so just because there's a market run up in anything does not mean that the price has to come down. What happens most of the time is that there's an unexpected news event that drives the prices down. So in the case of real estate, when we had the mortgage crisis in 2008, that resulted in a lot of homes crashing in value simply because a lot of people couldn't buy homes anymore. They, they couldn't qualify for them. But if that hadn't been the case, if we had actually done lending properly and hadn't securitized all these loans abroad, then we wouldn't necessarily have seen this crash in property values. There had to be some news event to trigger it. It wasn't just because pr prices rose. Now, real estate is a very tangible asset and there's only so much of it to go around. So if you live in an area where a lot of people would like to live, you should expect the value of your home to rise. It's a classic supply and demand situation. There's real value there. You have a, you have a tangible aspect to it. Now, there are things in life where there, are, there is no tangible aspect to it. And usually those things do crash, not because so much there's a bubble, but because people think or realize that this isn't worth much. Now, the one that concerns me the most is cryptocurrency, but I don't want to get into crypto right now. I want to make the point to you that if you own a house and you have seen the value of it rise over the last year, two years, three years, that is a very good thing. Even though you may wish to buy a different house later, the fact that you're making money in this house is a good thing. And that profit can be used to offset the cost of buying another home. So as I tried to assure this person that, you know, yeah, sure, home prices were high, but she's gonna make up for that given the fact that she's selling her house at a high. I also told her that, look, if you're concerned about a quote unquote bubble, then why don't you do this? Why don't you sell your house, bank most of the cash, and go out and finance the new home that you want? Even if the value of that house dwindles, your, your mortgage payments are gonna be the same. And in fact, your property taxes will probably go down. Now, I'm assuming, of course, in this case, that she could afford the mortgage if she only put, say, 20% down. But let's say she put the whole amount down. And let's say she then had a reasonably small mortgage. Well, the fact that the market crashes later and maybe she owes more money than the house is worth, that does not change her lifestyle. So again, I, I speak from experience here. When I was at a point where I was living in a house that was valued far less than what I had paid for it, well, my payments were the same. My lifestyle was the same. And eventually that price came up. Now this may seem obvious to you, but in this case with this woman, it was not. And again, it's because particularly in matters of real estate, we get emotional when it comes to financial decisions. We feel like in some way we, we've lost money when in reality she hadn't lost anything. 
I mean, until she chooses to sell that house, she hasn't lost a thing. And by her own admission, she's made significant gains going forward. What she really wants is the best of all worlds. She wants to be able to sell her house at a significant profit, but not have to pay more for another house. She could do that, but not living where she's living. If she was willing to say, sell her home in Franklin, Tennessee, and then move to say, rural Illinois or Iowa. In fact, I know somebody who did that, so don't laugh. They're gonna come out ahead, not a problem. In fact, all she really would have to do is draw is move 30 miles south of where she is, and she would be able to buy the home that she wants for the price that she wants. But she doesn't want to do that. So if you're not willing to be flexible, then these things aren't going to work out for you. All right. So here's what I want to give you some thoughts about. First of all, I want you to understand that your home is an asset. It's an asset just like everything else, but it's an asset that's highly illiquid. So the only way that you're going to ever benefit from the growth of that home is to either sell it or to borrow against it. Now I'm not recommending that you do either. But if your home is rising in value, who cares if other homes are rising in value as well? Better that you are getting part of the benefits. There are many situations where people live in one area, their home doesn't grow, and in other areas it grows significantly. You don't want to be in that case. Enjoy this moment in time. Usually real estate does not soar. It has a rather consistent growth rate, like inflation over time, the inflation rate over time. But because of COVID, the pumping money into the economy, people deciding that they could work from home so they can live wherever they want, we start to see home values rise, particularly in desirable places like states with low taxes. In Tennessee, for example, has no income tax and the property taxes are very, very low as well, particularly when compared to other markets like Chicago, New York, or California. I recommend that you look up in Zillow, see what your house is worth. Now, you may find that some of the value of that home could be used for your retirement income. And there's a number of ways that you can tap into that. In fact, I'll dedicate an entire show to that. That'll be next month's show. How to generate cash from your house. Now, keep this in mind, just like all my recommendations on the show, actually, they're not even recommendations. I'm just giving you information. This is my disclaimer. I am not for one second giving you advice here. Remember that. If you want advice from me, call me and I'll be more than happy to engage you and we can talk about it. But I want you to understand here that just because your house has gone up in value and other houses gone up in value, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. It should be obvious to you. Who cares if some other house is more expensive? The fact of the matter is if you're growing with it, you're going to offset it as well. So. Bit of an obvious point, but I think it's one worth mentioning. You should live in the house that you want to live in. If you can afford it, you should. There's no rule that says you got to live in the same house your entire life. If you get to a point in life where you want to change, now may be the optimal time to consider that given the appreciation that we've seen in real estate. If you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me. The easiest way to do that is to schedule a 15-minute call with me. There's no cost. Go to bookachatwithdan.com. You can get on my calendar. You can schedule a time. I'll ask you how I can help you. If I think I can help you, I'll go into what we do for people, how our retirement rescue system works. If you don't need my help, I'll be the first one to tell you that as well. Okay, until, until next month, have a great 
month, and we'll talk soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been attained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a privacy policy statement, call 800-353-7923.